Yeah, because lettuce is an elite veg. The drop back with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, Joe Costanzo, and Sam Wilson. Welcome back to another episode of the Dropback Podcast. I'm Sam Lewis and joined as ever by Matt Burns Peak. How's it going, Slewy? Joe Costanzo. Howdy, Slew. And Stan Wilson. What's up, Sam? How are we all doing, fellas? Good. Excellent. Excellent. Coming out this week. Yep, fantastic news coming out of BAFA after Bojo's big announcement the other day. BAFA came up big time and said that we're provisionally moving straight into stage five from the 29th of March, basically allowing full contact training again, providing all the government plans stay ahead. And it's about time. Looks like we're finally going to be getting some full contact football. Football's back, boys. Yeah, big up Pete Ackerley. Loving that. Back to football after almost a year off. It'll be a bit of a... Oh shit! I forgot what I was going to say. Rude awakening. Bit of a rude well. awakening. That's the one. Bit <laughs> a rude, rude awakening. Bit of a rude, rude awakening. awakening. Wow. <laughs> I, I would describe it as fun, but I think I would no, do a bit of a bit of a reality check into where like everyone's fitness is at after. Yeah, um... that's that's what oh, I was yeah. thinking. Yeah, I think yeah, it's more of a reality reality check than anything. But um... I get tired so fast now, like yeah. any physical exercise whatsoever, and I'm ready yeah. to sleep. That's to be probably fair, because you've learned to enjoy red wine over lockdown. <laughs> Red wine's the fucking tears. Damn it, I've already sworn. <laughs> I said I wasn't going to swear this week. You, you never made such a bold it was, it was you an said you swear Yeah, I mean, th- this is the intro. It doesn't count. It's basically like the warm-up. But e- either way, um, Stan is the other one that's been playing regular football before the lockdown. Are you excited to get back into it? Do you know? Is it going to be the same for your age level? Yeah, yeah it should be. Uh, should be starting up at the same time. Yeah, I just can't wait because um, when we received the news about lock the, the first original lockdown, it was I think a week, two weeks after our training camp, so we were fresh, ready to go for season. Like all the play plays installed, everyone was hyped, and that just sent everything wiped out everything. So it'll be interesting to see how we can prepare prepare for whatever games we've got. Like obviously we're gonna have to use Zoom a lot more to like do all the installs and stuff because we're gonna have a limited time. But yeah, I'm just looking forward to seeing everyone again, seeing how everyone's been um, keeping up with the fitness. Yeah, how have you been keeping up with the fitness? Honestly, Joe, um, I've started running five k's again. It's a bit, it's a bit of a a slow start. Since yesterday, when this news came out, (laughs) no, it was. I I started um, started running last week again. First lockdown, I was banging out five k's, but I can't. Can't do it. I think everyone was banging out five k's. Do you remember that that time when it was literally like everyone run a five k and then lie about your time and. Oh my god! I saw friends. I saw one guy. He said he absolutely ran, popped, didn't it? Yeah, he, yeah. he said he ran a, a sub twenty five k. Yeah, each of his splits for um each of his kilometer splits were like four minutes twenty or something. So, hmm. something to add up there. Yeah, well, you'll see him when you get back to training camp. I mean, I absolutely. think we we're in a similar um, position before lockdown. We played a couple of preseason games, ready to get going. But the good news is that it does seem that Baffer is trying to push forward to make sure there is some sort of season that takes place which i think june is when they're looking to start it is it yep it's um the week the week uh of the 21st of june i think i think that day's like a it's a thursday when lockdown ends obviously it'll be that sunday when the bars open yeah that's my football bars open football open everyone's happy 
Yeah. Well, you've really painted the, the nation with the same paintbrush there, haven't you? <laughs> Booze and sports. I mean, what else does it take? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm totally on board with that. That's our country song, Buff, isn't it? Yeah. Royal Britannia. <laughs> I mean, while we're on the topic of BAFA as well, make sure you do head over to their website, vote on their inaugural British American Football Hall of Fame class because it's, ju it's just good to see more attention being given on the sport uh, past and hopefully building towards the future. That's what we're all about. Oh, yeah. And hopefully we'll be able to bring you more BAFA news in the future. It does seem that way. But for now, let's move on to the NFL. And we spent all week last week talking about quarterbacks and the day after we finished recording joe did call it but a big trade finally went through carson wentz being sent to the indianapolis Colts. and joe because you called it from the Colts' perspective what do you think about it from their point of view i mean uh, well to link back to you you you've made a fantastic article covering the topic on the dropback.com cheers joe I, I would have said that myself yeah you summarized it pretty well the Colts' perspective like it's it's not really I mean, even if they have to change that second round pick to a first, then it's because it's because Carson Wentz is performing in the way that they yeah. expect him to perform. I think it's just more to the point that he's performing and not just sitting on the injured reserve list more than anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do have an interesting thought process about it with the a whole seventy-five percent. I'm I'm trying to get away from using <laughs> word tidbit for now. But... <laughs> this could be um, the most PG episode of the podcast ever. Anyway, so you know this is the seventy-five percent play type thing. You think if the Colts were in a position where, like, Wentz is doing all right, he's okay. Wentz is doing terrible, and wow. they get to the cutoff point of seventy-five percent, and they're not going to win any any more games. But he's not injured. Do you reckon they'll just bench him? Absolutely. If they're not in the chance yeah. of the playoffs, the difference is if they make the playoff, that playing time goes down to seventy percent. Not that they'd bench him if they were in contention for the playoffs anyway. I think that just means that if they qualified, they can't just bench him last game of the season just to be like, oh, we get out of the 75. Yeah, I I'd agree with that. I don't see why they would lose a first-round pick if they're not in contention either way. Yeah. yeah. I, I also just, just go back to, I think it's quite interesting coming out all the chatter that was coming out with like the Chicago Bears and everything. Oh, is it going to be one first-round pick? Is it going to be two first-round picks? And from an Eagles perspective, like that seems like it was just kind of bullshit to, to hike up the price a bit. And we obviously see that quite a lot in, in sports in general, especially this off season. But yeah, like I, I think the Colts definitely won, won the trade there. Uh, they need a, a quarterback. And if you can have a proven commodity that performs like everyone was expecting him to perform last year was obviously quite a write off for the whole Eagles roster. So Mm. depends he's, how broken he is you've got to take Frank Reich yeah. there you go that's what it is it's how broken he is it's the kicking factor in this yeah you've got to take into account the financial side of it as well and how the Colts win from this as well the amount of of his salary that the Eagles are burdening is, is astronomical and you're getting what could potentially turn into be an elite quarterback for a fraction of the price because of how 24 much mil but yeah but haven't I'd, they I'd swallowed like a record for 24 mil dead cap? Yeah, the Eagles have, but that doesn't really affect the Colts side of it. Mm. 24 mil for a starting quarterback is fine in my eyes. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, decent. That's, that's more than fine, especially at this day and age. If he is a starting quarterback, if he's not totally broken. Oh, you've uh, changed your tune a lot, haven't you? Yeah, I've got to. You've got to defend your boys. Once they're not your boys anymore. It's just like Joe Flacco all over again. Yeah. 
but it's not just Frank Reich as well there because they've got um, Mike Grow and what's he called? The Press Taylor, who were both Wentz's quarterbacks coaches during his time at Philly. Mm. The negative press about them is they were always yes men to Wentz. The reason they got rid of John Filippo is he was the one that would try and sort of call Wentz out in the meetings rooms when he made mistakes and Wentz didn't like that. So yeah. you don't know how you, the thing is you don't know how many of these reports are sour grapes once someone's left town. That's true. But there have been rumblings consistently that he isn't very coachable. So if all of these guys are yes men, you've got to worry what happens if around if they win early on and then they hit a sort of a slump, how how do they go about sort of getting Wentz back up again? What and like trying to coach him? All right, I'm no NFL per, like coach or NFL team personnel or anything like that, but. I don't think you can make it to the NFL level as a coach or a player as a yes man, personally. They're going to have some sort of grit in them, and if they did get into a losing streak, then they'll be able to coach them. I think Wentz would have been knocked off his high horse a bit coming into Indianapolis as well, considering what can only be described as a failure of a 2020 season. He's got something to prove. He's going to have a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, and he's going to have to essentially eat a bit of humble pie and um, take some teaching. It's just whether or not they do it. I mean, they're quarterback coach. It's their, it's their paid job. They're not going to sit there and just go, oh, yes, Wentz, whatever you want. I think that's been a bit exaggerated. Mm. He's yeah, going to get coach and he'll probably perform better than, than he did in Philadelphia this year, let's be real. Yeah, I mean, they've got a lot of a lot more rounded than they did at Philadelphia last year. And also, they've got the, the most cap room in the NFL in a year that a lot of teams don't have a lot of cap room. So they might be able to what make big moves at free, free agency. Jacksonville's top. I thought it's, Jacksonville it's top. was top. Yeah, Jacksonville have got like 70 million or something ridiculous. Uh, they're fourth. Colts on 68, I thought. Oh, wow. Whoa. Pretty decent for um, Yeah, no, Colts they're are a big team. 54. 54. I was listening to a podcast. podcast uh, well, this is according to, to Sport Rack. I trust Sport Rack more than I do myself. So Colts are at 54 million, with, which is fourth in the NFL. So should be able to make some big splash yeah. in the free agency either way. So. If if Wentz is sort of a mid tier kind of quarterback this year, are they a contender? Yeah, if they can if they can bolster up their offensive line, yeah, Jonathan Taylor, he looked good down the stretch that that season. Obviously, we've got to be careful with their expectations of him because that stretch where he did perform was against some of the worst rushing defenses in the league. However, that team is still pretty stacked all over. They got a good defense, good young defense with some great pieces. You have got Blackman who performed performed really well as a rookie. Obviously, Darius Leonard. And on offense, Quinn Nelson speaks for itself, really. So they've got the money to make a few splashes in free agency. They've got, they've still got their first round pick this year. They still got their second round pick this year. Obviously, they forfeited their third as part of the trade. So I think we should be excited for the Colts this season. And these next few coming weeks and coming months over free agency in the draft are going to be very telling and exciting for Colts fans. I think if you can perform as well as they did with Philip Rivers, despite some of the the slander we were throwing his his way during the season when he was he was struggling, he he's very much a, an average quarterback at his age when he was playing last year. So if you get Carson Wentz a shade of what he he could have been like in in 2018, then it's well worth it for the Colts. And he's still got a healthy arm, whereas Philip Rivers was declining after quite after after a long successful career. So. Yeah, but he wasn't doing the splits while he was throwing it. <laughs> yeah, his mechanics were messed up. We'll, we'll admit that. Uh, yeah. And if Wentz isn't, 
if 2020 is what Wentz is now, hypothetically, or maybe not as bad as 2020, but certainly he gets nowhere near what he was prior to that. Mm. Do we look at do we look back at this and say why the hell did the Colts make this move, or are they sort of forced to make this move? Does it actually kind of make sense? The risks it's outweigh. It's a risk move. They have to make the risk. One hundred percent, they have to make the risk. They're in a position now where they've. They're coming towards a Super Bowl window and they are one quarterback. They're a quarterback away from making it work and they've gone for a very high ceiling option. What I would say is a relatively low risk as well. It's a, th- it's a third and a future second. Yeah. And although that could have bad implications down the line, you're not spending north of 40 million on a franchise quarterback. You're it doesn't spending... kill your team if you get exactly. it wrong. Exactly. You're not spending exactly. a high first round pick on him. What you are getting is a quarterback who has a very high ceiling but a very low floor at the same time. And it's the risk that they have to take. And I'm, I'm glad they made this move. Mm. Will they pay for maybe not being aggressive enough in the quarterback market prior to this trade? They could have gone in on Stafford. Apparently they were too late on Brady as well last year. Will they regret not going for one of those two? I don't think they were ready for a quarterback with Brady this year. Mm. Yeah. Um, the thing is, they're not really giving up. As with the Stafford trade, we saw what the what the Rams gave up yeah. to get him, and I think what for what they're giving up to get Wentz, like Stan mentioned, the ceiling on him is pretty darn high, and yeah, it's it's worth the risk. Yeah, I think so. I think what I would say as well, just regarding the Stafford move, is that the Rams Super Bowl window is 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 now open with Stafford. Whereas I'd say the Indianapolis Colts, it's coming up for them. However, I wouldn't say they're as big of a contender as the Rams are right now. So that may be why they didn't give up as many assets as they did for a potential quarterback. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think this makes a ton of sense for the Colts. And I think it was a really smart move to make. The part of this that I think is quite interesting and hasn't been talked about as much is where this leaves the Eagles. Um, and I'd be interested to see what you think of this, Slew, in terms of what you guys got for Wentz and... You know, does that completely is Jalen Hurts the guy now? Is that is that what we take from this? All right, I got. A, do you want me to answer that question now? Are we do, are we I, done I with? Do. Oh, before, what I mean is, are we done with the cult side of this before we move on? Yeah, I think Colts so. did good. Yeah, well done, Colts. Colts. Yeah. Colts are the winners. All right, good job, Gold Star. So, so I've got a couple of takes on this from the Eagles' point of view. If you take the move in the vacuum of look, the Eagles are a, a rebuilding team now. This guy clearly isn't the answer there. The relationship is fractured. I think Philadelphia have done quite well to get what they have done from Wentz in that trade as a one-off right. trade. I think the bigger issue is how you've gone from 2017 to now with what's gone wrong in that whole organization. How have you allowed yourself to go from a what was being called a top five coach um, QB pairing? Mm. If we look back to when they won the Super Bowl, it was Joe. You can look back now saying it's ridiculous, but that is what people were saying around the league. No, 100%. That, then you have to look at yourself and say, look, this is this whole situation is a disaster. This is yeah. not good. But I think the trade itself, I, I don't hate because it had to be done. I think the I think the fact that Howie Roseman's still in the job is pretty just uh, just befuddling to me how he's still in control of the organisation with how he's managed it in terms of salary cap. I think mm. the reason behind that, probably the way he managed to stay in the job would be that they knew the repercussions of going all in on that Super Bowl. They were kept kicking the salary problems down the line. I said on the show a couple of weeks ago, from a salary cap perspective, I don't necessarily think he deserved to get fired because 
you yeah. won the Super Bowl. That's, I mean, what, you... that's what you sell out for. The exactly. issue is that since then, they've kept re-signing old players and they that's haven't the drafted well enough. That's the issue. If you sell out for a Super Bowl, that's the ultimate goal in football. And if you win that Lombardi, that Lombardi trophy, perfect, you've done your job and nothing more can be asked of you. It's the moves since the Super Bowl, as yeah. you said, that those mm. are the moves that I think have warranted his firing. At the same time, if Wentz continues to play at that Super Bowl level, a lot of those problems are masked. The receiver, Great. if he has faith in the receivers, if he trusts himself, you don't look at the receivers as much and go, all oh, these guys aren't good enough. But you've got to make a decision, really. If you can either start overpaying your veterans or you can pay your quarterback, if you start overpaying your veterans and overpaying your quarterback, you've got no salary cap. No, absolutely, I agree. But I, I'm just saying that's probably the reason why he's still in a job. I, yeah, I, I just doesn't make any sense to me at all. If, if you've got a, a quarterback you've just paid, like, which was to probably historically high level at the time, why why are you still resigning old veterans? Why aren't you yeah. trying to cl- clear up some of that cap room and getting younger talent into the building? Yeah. I think he was a victim of wanting to reward loyalty and sort yeah. of repay yeah. the team that, that had that historic Super Bowl win. And I think he took it too far. Like, I, I, I don't hate that, to be honest. I think one of the things in general in American sport compared to what we're used to with English sport is... You know, it's nice to see players go through a career playing for one team, which you don't see as often in American sport. And I, I think, think Roseman wanted GM. some of those players to retire as an eagle. It's because of the relationship GMs have with their players. Generally in American sports, the GM is very much part of the football, of the front office, rather than being down with the coaches and that. So that their yeah. relationship with the players is generally less. I know that's especially the case in sports like baseball. But... There's a downside to that because as soon as you become emotionally attached to players like Jerry Jones, you start overpaying them and you land yourself in a salary cap crisis like we're seeing in Philadelphia and in Dallas. I don't disagree with you. I think it's just a lot easier to say that in hindsight. Before this season, I don't think anyone... like We were pretty high on that Eagles roster heading into the 2020 season. Yeah. All of us. And yeah. none of none of us went, oh, they've got too many aging guys. Yeah, we should have looked back and maybe looked at it. But, I mean, you can listen back to the podcast, Dan. And no, no, one, no one's saying that he did. Ma- it's the long term. Yeah, absolutely. He made the wrong decisions. But the point was that if we're in camp hell now, it doesn't really matter as much if we've been competitive over the last two or three years. Yeah. yeah. I think more than anything, it's, it's the implications long run, not necessarily just this season. It's the, it's the knock-on effect that it has. All of those signing bonuses, all that, all the salary. It's just that's that's another yeah. reason. That's another reason yeah. they had to get rid of Wentz now. It's because it eats up that dead cap just for this year, and you start that rebuild over rather than taking yeah. it. And then there's a dead cap next year as well when you're hopefully starting starting to grow and put yeah, some. You've got to rip together. the plaster off now. And that's why I don't think that necessarily that's this trade is a referendum on Jalen Hurts. I don't think it makes any difference either way about him. I'm not sold on Jalen Hurts overly. We talked about his work ethic and what a great guy he was last week. Mm-hmm. I think the issue is just ability. He's just not, he doesn't have the strongest arm in the world and he's not the most accurate guy in the world. Yeah, I, I love Jalen Hurts the person. Which is why I said last week, don't be surprised if the Eagles draft a quarterback at number six. If Fields is there at six or he passes the Falcons at four, I would not be surprised if the Eagles take him. If he, if, Stan, you say it all the time. If they look at one of those guys and say, this is our guy, they're not going to care that Jalen Hurts is in the building. They're going to take that guy. Yeah. If they're not sold, they'll probably take a receiver. But I mean, Either way, they're going to win with Hurts because they could ship him off for a third-round pick, I think. 
because I mean they they took him in the fourth. They, if they ship him off for a third or a second, second. you're winning. Oh, he's a second round pick. He's a stupid yeah. pick. Yeah. Oh, gee. Oh, for some reason, in my head it was a fourth round pick. But that was Jacob Eason. He was in the fourth, not um, Hurts. Oh dear. Yeah. Either. <laughs> uh, I don't know. With, with the whole early, I, I would just say on the whole draft situation is that the you have a lot of things to work on, and I don't think picking a a QB right now when you're realistically going to be you're going to just we've seen it so many times qbs go go into bad situations and yeah that's kind fair. Of ruins ruins their careers that's yeah. fair so it's it's by and large a very situational thing yeah the other thing if you don't think jalen hurts is your guy though i think it does more harm than good having him play there because that if he's not your guy he isn't sort of standard or good enough to help Rhaegar or my latest development. Who, who's saying Jalen Hurts isn't their guy? I'm not. I'm just saying if yeah. he isn't, if they see a guy in the draft that is, I don't think they should be concerned that Jalen Hurts is on the roster instead of drafting that but, guy. Like last week, we were saying Jalen Hurts, by all accounts, is is very dedicated, motivated, and and sort of always like like you said, sleeping in the in the coaches. But that doesn't room. mean you're good. Yeah, I was gonna say he's a great guy, and I really, I really rate his work ethic. And yeah, he, he had some person. success, you know, last last he'd, year, and he could have win. a yeah. But he, he callback wins aren't a good metric, Slay. They are when you state your argument. <laughs> well, when you compare him to how Carson Wentz played, you know, it was it was night and day. Yeah, for the first two games, I think I don't know how much of that shot factor. Like the last couple of games of the season wasn't amazing, but. Either way, that's something we'll probably end up seeing around April. We'll hear we'll hear rumours both ways until then that the Eagles are drafting someone else, that they're going to trade up and take Trevor Lawrence, or yeah, Jalen Hurts is their guy, they're going to sign him to a new 10-year contract. You're going to hear rumours every which way, and you're not going to know till week one, or probably April. April 29th, lock it in your diaries. Lock it in, jump out. I mean, I don't know what other teams are offering him. I feel like they could have potentially gotten more, but if Ryan Pace wasn't willing to pull the trigger from the Bears' point of view, then just, yeah, as you say, eat, eat all the dead cap in one year and uh, wipe the slate cleaner. I think it's one of the first moves we've seen from the Eagles in a while that seems to have some long-term planning behind it in terms of putting the team in a better place. There's, you know, As we've said, they've re- spent a lot of time recently re-signing aging players and stuff. Um, obviously drafting the quarterback Jane Hurts last year is like uh, okay we're looking for at that quarterback situation in the, in the future um, but I think this for me is finally like a, okay let's rebuild the team properly sort of move and since then Jackson's been cut Jeffrey's gone yeah. so yeah it's got that ball moving and we'll probably see a lot more departures from Philadelphia before just a little bit draft. late a little bit late but <laughs> Couple of years too late, so close. Fly Eagles fly. Oh, yeah, apparently, um, Zach Ertz is on the block as well. Yeah, that makes that sense. He deserves to be on contender. He's turning thirty now. I don't want him on a rebuilding team. No, you got you got Dallas got it as well. So that's true. true. If that draws a line under that trade, moving on to free agency, just around the corner. We're a few weeks out. We'll get into over the next couple of weeks where we think the best fits for everyone is. But now we're going to look at the, our top 10 list. If, if you were GM for that team, would you tag them, sign them, or release them? Like snog, marry, avoid, basically. Yeah, in, ca- in case you didn't quite get it. All right. <laughs> so, so kick things off on Alan Robinson, wide receiver. Here. We're starting at the top. 
You want to start at the bottom? I think we should work our way up to the All more right. exciting bits. Oh, right? look at this kid. Forget, forget who I said. You're going you're gonna to be so on edge by the time we get to number one. We'll start one. at Mystery yeah. Man. We'll start at number 10, Marcus May, safety, 26 years old. Her spot track, a four-year deal for $53 million is about the market value for someone that's played at his level and is that age. Got to um, sign him. Got to sign him? Yeah. 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 Uh, what's 53 I'd... divided by four? Doesn't matter. Got to sign him. 13. About 13. 13. Yeah, pay the you boy. That's 53. You couldn't have asked a worse, a worse they, bunch of blokes to do quick maths. I mean, they, <laughs> they could just do a, a front-loaded contract anyway because the Jets have got like the second most uh, salary. No, why are you waving your finger at me? He's done uh, his homework. Uh, not the game, Joe. Not the game. I'm not, not talking about front game. loading and stuff. That's all for the clever, clever GMs to figure out. Okay. Which, what it, it I'm saying is he, is he worth that big contract? Yes. Yes, yes he is. He's by, he, like, obviously they lost Good. Jamal Adams last year and Marcus May was a standout on that defense. Marcus May's sick. Yeah, he's actually. Yeah. He's, he's amazing. Um, One of the only hey. blokes in the Jets organization that looks like he can actually play footy. Hang on a sec. Did you see that no, defense without Greg they, Williams? They were balling. They were they were a the great defense, defense. Were, were were actually like one of the the high points of the team. It's great how well Once Greg play Williams was fired, near the end of the team. I like to say one of the high points of the team. Yeah, because yeah, there's so many point. to choose from. Marcus May is definitely yeah, Marcus May's baller. All joking yeah. aside. And it almost came out of nowhere because we were all reacting to the Jamal Adams move. And no one really expected him to to play as well as he did. I think he was quite good last season as well, but again, just overshadowed was, by yeah. the president. Yeah, there's probably going to be eyebrows raised if they sign him to that sort of deal, but absolutely worth it, I think yeah. we all feel. Yeah, yeah. If, if he if he for some reason doesn't want to stay on the, the Jets, then I, you've got to tag him as well. You can't blame him. I don't know about tagging him. How much is this salary cap for safety? Uh, sorry, the, the franchise. Well, I know what it, I know how to calculate it. I just ask you what it is. Mil. Oh yeah, so it's the same thing then. The same. Yeah, pay the boy. Pay the man. Pay him. Okay, nice to have a consensus on that one. Number nine, Joe Tooney. Tooney or Thooney? I feel it's Tooney. Tooney. O line. I think it's Tooney. Yeah. Twenty-eight years old per spot track. Five years, seventy-six million. How do you feel about this one? Hmm. This one's not straightforward, I don't think. It's Judging where one. the team are in terms of how ready they are to be relevant again, um, yeah. and whether it makes sense to, you know, go all in on a very talented O lineman. I don't think anyone can really disagree that Tony's not really good, but he is twenty-eight. It's going to be an expensive deal. Um, And the rest of that roster, to me, I know I'm going to be biased, but to me, doesn't look ready to... That's not biased. That's just factual, Matt. You're not being biased for once. It's fine. Oh, thanks, Mike. Um, But yeah, like, does it make sense tying up that much money in one asset right now with where the rest of the team is at? No, not at all. I don't think so. And especially as we look at what Bill Belichick's done in the past, like the only guys he really pays big contracts are the guys on defense anyway. Uh, so. He, pe- he, he keeps offensive line. linemen around. That's what I was going to say. But if I'm Bill Belichick, I've got a history of paying my offensive linemen and paying my defense and just not really giving a shit about the receiving core or any of the We can find blokes to catch the footy. They've been saying that for a few years. They have. Yeah, I agree. I think the thing is, I 
don't care if I'm a rebuilding team. I'm not overly concerned about signing a lineman to a long-term deal because I'd rather have those guys in place because they're so much harder to find. Mm. I, I just find I would find it difficult to let a guy that's been an all-pro walk, especially when they put the effort into tagging him this year. Like a, res, a receiver or DBs, you could sort of find like. Belichick finds DBs in the sixth round. I would understand if it yeah. was a big guy like that up for contract, but the lineman, I would be surprised if they let him walk. Yeah, to be fair, like the, the standard of O-linemen in the NFL is pretty shocking, to be honest with you. When you look at the good ones compared to like the average ones, like the gap is absolutely enormous. So I could understand resigning them, but in terms of where they are right now, by the time you're ready to contend, it might be contract time for Joe again anyway, so... I think five it's years. interesting. Gonna hope you're going to be ready years. in five years. With, by all means, like the best coach to ever lived. The I other part of it is... you a five-year deal there? Yeah. The Did other part you? of it is they don't have a quarterback right now that they believe in. So in a callous way, they don't need... They don't have an asset that they, they need might to draft one, though. They will do, though. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? Just asset. not not sign anyone until you've got a quarterback. Jared and then have them go into an absolute... You've what got to build hole? the house first, Matthew. Oh, sorry. Can we get build the house put on a t-shirt? Because I quite like that idea. Yeah. Build the house drop back merch. Might set the wrong impression, though, because none of us are particularly handy. We can barely do podcasts about sport, let alone construction. Hey, you take that back right now. It's an analogy. We don't actually have to build a house. I'm just saying it's confusing branding. <laughs> for you it might be <laughs> and it's my contact details that are on the bloody website so it's not you guys who'll be getting oh can you build me a four bedroom in Reading it'll be me <laughs> you're, just not exposed, you're just exposed where you live I don't live in Reading by the way <laughs> I know it's I'm, I live I'm... a short drive from <laughs> Reading still out a t-shirt alright so not, not moving on so. from <laughs> one alignment to another Washington football teams, Brandon Scherf, offensive guard, 29 years old, apparently has a market value of five years, 63 million, which is a whole 10 mil. Is he going to get a five-year contract? At 29, yeah. Guards can play at a high level till mid-30s. Yeah. He can walk in. He's a top. He's a top-level player that doesn't get yeah, enough. He is. Yeah, Scherf's a very... Yeah, I mean... He's a good player. Yeah. I mean, he's they all are. They're, they're top 10 free agents list. They're all going to be They're all bloody <laughs> stars, aren't they? That's true, that's true. Big round of applause for everyone on this list. Great job, guys. to everyone. Um, but now, I mean, yeah, again, it's the same sort of thing. Are Washington actually in position to... They've got other They're a needs. quarterback away from competing, I think. I think really? they can... Yeah, right, hear me out here. Whoa. Hear me out here. They can compete right now. Look at oh look my at, god! <laughs> look at that, right, any other situation? Yeah, NFC sure. East. It's the NFC East, and I'm I'm not I trying to say that to to poke fun at it. It's just true. They can contend. They they made the wild card round this year, didn't they? They made wild card weekend. Yeah, and they only lost to the Super Bowl champs. So. And they played them the best out of any of the um yeah postseason teams realistically yeah. with Taylor Heineke. Yeah, Ron Rivera yeah. has done an absolutely amazing job with that team. The way he's brought that team together. And just the, the quality of coaching has been outstanding consistently throughout the year for the football team. Yeah, I'd say we sign him, to be honest with you, because if we're looking at being able to contend, they can contend right now because Dallas are going to be in a sticky situation because their cap situation. Eagles, the same. Giants, oh, they're the Giants. So, um, Washington football team, pay the man. 
and their their rushing attack was actually like very efficient last year. So Brandon Scherf definitely plays a, a massive impact into that. Yeah. Matt, you still don't look convinced. Are we just going to say pay to everyone? No, we're not. <laughs> yeah, he's a good player. We'll pay him. Yeah, I, I do think you should, you should pay him. It's difficult with O linemen. I think you, you always tend to steer towards pay them if it's an O lineman because yeah. they are difficult to find. I just, yeah. it's quite expensive. I feel there are other areas on that team as well they need to sort out first. Because but, they're not as fun to you. Then they're also not. No, as I fun love, I love a good O lineman. Well, whatever your type is, Stan. I love him. Give me Brandon Scherf. <laughs> you I said that Brandon kind Scherf. of oddly sexually. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right, so that was our last O-lineman, so we don't have to hear any more about Matt's prejudice. No, it's not. And... Really? That's a lie. Where does Trent Williams play? Fucking safety. <laughs> <Idiot>. <laughs> All right, so moving on. <laughs> Just expose another person on the list. Yes, Matt, what are you doing? Number seven, Shaquille Barrett, edge, 28. Never had a big-time contract. Played on the tag last year, so I don't think the tag... I don't think I'd be too pleased with that, seeing as though he was a backup in Denver, signed a prove-it year, proved it, went on the tag to prove it again because it was a one-year prove-it deal, proved it again. Now has a market value of four years, seventy-eight million. What would you make of this one? I feel like you prioritise resigning your other free agents first, and then if you've got a bit of money at the at the bottom of your little piggy bank at the end of free agency, then yeah, sure, splash a bit of cash tax way. But um, I don't think he's really a priority right now for them, considering they've got Jason Pierre-Paul, and with their um, with their pick in the first round at thirty-two, it's likely they're likely going to have the option to draft th- like one of three potential class edge rushes. So. I'd say just let them walk, to be honest with you. Mm, interesting. I'm tempted to sort of agree. I, I do feel kind of bad for Shaquille Barrett, though, because I feel like, as as you said, Slew, he's sort of been like, his most of his career is like, yeah, but can you do it? And he does it. And then like, yeah, but can you really do it? And then he does it again. It's all it, mind like, games. It's all mind games, a lot of it. He never seems to get the, you know, the the apple at the end of the, at the end of the stick. You mean the but, carrot? <laughs> yeah, well, it depends what your preference is. I personally hate carrots, so if you dangled a, a carrot a stick in front of me, I'd run the other way. This is coming from the guy who used to just eat lettuce, like as yeah, because lettuce is an elite veg. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's, not it's when you're whole, whole, eating whoa, whoa. it like it's an apple. It's, as vegetable go, lettuce is not an elite veg. That is a terrible. Right, I think your C tier is like it's just, it's just it, it'd fall like, like number nine on this vegetable. I don't think I it cracks think, top uh, ten. I think Bullshit, I think okay. you have to have an actual right, flavour well. to be classed as an elite vegetable. Absolutely, lettuce has a flavour. Okay, water, it's, it's not refreshing. water. It's refreshing. <laughs> What's a carrot? A carrot's not even meant to be orange. It's been sprayed. It's vandalised fruit. Put Wait, your... what? It's carrots it hasn't been be spray orange, painted. It was Who lied to you? To be orange. Carrots aren't meant to be orange. No, they did mate. start off as purple, but that's, that's irrelevant. Happy. Purple carrots are good. And to think he's oh, the body CEO of this joint. I'm leaning towards sign for Shaquille Barrett, to be honest. <laughs> I think... Bloody carrot lover. I'm leaning towards carrots. You know what? Later in the off-season, we'll have a top 10 veg ranking. Can we not? <laughs> I, think, I think I'll get That's when we really dried up on the, on the content. <laughs> okay, yeah. Shaq Barrett, Joe, re-sign, you're saying? 
Yeah, I think just looking at how well he played in the playoffs and and what impact he had in the Super Bowl, arguably the Super Bowl MVP in a lot of people's eyes. So I would, you know, his Does situation. Is you that whose eyes is bloody mothers? I would Does argue it... as well, like you know what <laughs> you have really well. with Shaq Barrett, and going into this, like we said loads of times, when you go into the draft, you you sign any player, especially edge defenders in in this draft. There's no the guy or anything yeah but at 32 not, you're not expected to draft yeah, exactly. the guy are you you're picking at 32 you're going to pick a guy who's got some high upside got some good potential yeah but the, wouldn't you rather have Shaq barrett who is a proven yeah but you've the, also got the, the cap space there you could say you could say that with any of the guys on this list oh but you know what you've got with them at some point you do have to say look i'm gonna let you walk for the greater good of the rest of the roster because essentially you've got <laughs> little hot fuzz reference for you there no, I'm I, I'm saying let Shaq Barrett walk out the door. Not denying he's a great player. I just think that, that money could be spent elsewhere. I agree. Yeah, but I I just think if if they're planning on you know having another Super Bowl run, he's an he's obviously an impactful player in the in the playoffs and yeah, they could get cheaper edge rushers out the thing, there. Yeah, the thing is, edge rushers yeah. a dime a dozen, mate. You can get cheaper, less effective anything. I agree with Sam's point, especially when you got Vitavea at Vitavea and. JPP also on that D line that you've got. A, you only need a guy that can win one on one. You don't need that dominant guy that Barrett has shown he can be. It may almost be a luxury spend that the Bucks don't really have the capital to be using, especially because when we get further up this list, there's another few players on that Super Bowl. But the team. reason that defensive Ooh. line was so was so overpowered in that Super Bowl is largely because of yeah. Shaq Barrett. Yeah, I agree. So with you. He's a great you, player. You, yeah. Chiefs O line. All right, tell you what, Joe, we'll come we'll come back to your view on Shaq Barrett because I feel you're going to say the same about all these players. You're very hard on everyone, which is lovely and positive. I'm high on this half of the list. Who are you, Howie Roseman? All right, (laughs) number six, our last O-lineman. You happy now, guys? Are you sure? Trent Williams, left tackle, 32. According to Spot Track, three years, 54 million. Absolutely not. That's so expensive. The 49ers let him walk, right? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Sorry, Trent. Unless you could do like a one-year deal, uh, this three-year, fifty-four million, maybe the market value. But if if they can somehow pull off some sort of one-year deal where it's it's or you get them to play for free or beneficial, but they don't really have the cap space to justify that kind of deal. They don't have the facilities for that big man. (laughs) That is true. That is got more facilities than the the Bengals, who don't have an indoor practice facility. Very strange fact, Joe. Love it. Good work. That's pretty shocking, though, isn't it? They don't have one. Yeah. Yeah. It would make sense if you played in like Texas. No, then it wouldn't, because then the heat. No, it doesn't make sense anywhere. Stupid. Exactly. Pretty sure the Arizona. Do the Arizona Cardinals have one? I don't think we do actually. No, they do. The Every, the everyone else has got. Do we? Everyone yes, else has got. They're playing in an indoor stadium. <laughs> actually, that's partially true and partially false. Because oh, we've got a sliding roof. Brilliant. You're right, Stan, I'm going to put you on mute for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Do, so we've agreed that Williams isn't going to get that. He'll probably make pretty decent money, though, somewhere else, right? Yeah. He's, he's yeah. not going to have mean, to take a short... Uh, like a he's not going to be unemployed. To, be, to so. be fair, I think PFF had Williams as like one of the top five O-linemen last year. So... He's still he, a great he, O-lineman. He still performs well. I just think signing he's a 32-year-old tackle to who's had injury trouble yeah 
to above a three-year contract. That was like a brain tumor, to be fair to Yeah, him. it's not like a football yeah. injury. <laughs> well, he didn't do it bloody deliberately, did he? I don't think no, anyone gets like injured deliberately. It's not like he's going to be a injury. It's not like he's going to walk out on the field and do it. Oh, yeah, because tumors famously aren't reoccurring sometimes. No, but I'm talking in no, terms of like being a, a football knee. injury. Yeah, it's not. he hasn't got a... It's not, it's not his ACL or something, but I'm this just saying. This conversation not, turned morbid. It's not like quick. he's going to take a knock to the head is or, or try to cough brain tumour again. No, but... <laughs> you know what I mean. He's, he's, an, he's an injury risk. And that's all. You'll be how, much did, how much did the Niners give up for him? First round pick, I think. Does that, off. Does that play a part when it comes to re-signing him then? No, because he's old and they don't have the There's no there. way it was a first round. So, they, so what? They went into the. They got him from the football team, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They got him from the football team, but they didn't, they didn't bloody pay the mortgage for him. They, I thought it was fairly. I thought it was like a third or something. It was a fifth and a third. The fifth, fifth was last year. That's a steal. A first round pick stat. That is a steal. That is a steal. I would have given up a first round. It was a steal, but it's for one year. First for like you one can't give year, you can't give up a first for one year contract. Bloody hell, Stan! You're playing Madden on easy difficulty here. <laughs> yeah, my, my knowledge of rounds and picks is seemingly leaving stuff to be desired. But glad to have you on the draft. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. chief draft draft analyst Stan Wait. Wilson doesn't understand hey, round my value. Knowledge, no, my knowledge of round value is fine. It's just I can't remember um, uh, okay. who's gone to what. If you take the third away from the fifth, it gives you two, and then if you take the <laughs> Two away from the third, it gives you one. So I see where you're coming from, Stan. I'm moving off from Joe Maths, number five, <laughs> Kenny Golladay, wide receiver, five years, 85 million, big contract, but he has been a good, consistent player. What do you yeah, mean? no point. Apparently they're whacking the ta- apparently they're um they're whacking the tag on him. There's absolutely no point. That team can't win anything soon. Get rid of him. Yeah, the tag seems like a strange decision. Do you think that's because? I don't know. They'll they'll be in a position next year where like, oh, the culture's amazing. Jared Goff proved he could do it without Sean McVay, and Kenny yeah. Golladay will will play because I don't understand why else you tag him for one year. Because um, like... you got the money to kill. No, you don't. You're in negative cap space. You don't have the money to kill, so don't resign him. Perfect. <laughs> Stupid team. Because Stan, you just swivel on your feet so fast. It's great. <laughs> yeah, so, you, you, that's why he loves O-linemen. <laughs> you could play around with the edit here and make me sound well smart. I won't. <laughs> Uh, why would we yeah. do that I like Kenny Golday but yeah if you're Detroit send him on his way I like him he seems to be one of those wide receivers that is always getting Good. dropped off teams on, on fantasy football though he's oh. always available like yeah. I could just go and but pick that's up the Detroit. Golday. that's what yeah. Detroit that's because Matt Stafford gets injured got injured yeah. and then yeah. you have to play with I can't remember who their backups were this year yeah Marvin, I, I like oh, Marvin Kenny Jones did well. me a solid this year on my fantasy team I, I still finish like Second to last, but last. he was one of the highlights. Wait, did you beat me? This is like when or? you were saying that the Jets, high, Jets defense was one of the highlights of their season last year. Yeah. There's very few few highlights if you finish <laughs> last. Exactly, they couldn't yeah. even lose right. Yeah, my fantasy season wasn't good. True. I got I got screwed over by Dak Prescott's injury very badly. Mm. I mean, I feel the rest of your team wasn't great, but don't put it all on Dak. Why the Cowboys never learned a lesson? So yeah, I think it's the type of thing with Golladay that if you were a competing team, you'd re-sign him. But the Lions, it doesn't seem prudent no, no. to keep a wide receiver around because by the time they they're ready to compete, 
Exactly. The Lions next season is just going to be like, how angry and hyped up can we make a 52-man roster every week? It's just basically a science experiment. I think the Lions legs off. The Lions are looking to build in the draft. They're, they're kept, they had, had to eat a lot with that golf contract, and realistically, they're just going to use those draft picks. To, yeah, they're to picking. Build. They're picking seventh or ninth. I'm pretty sure. So they could probably pick up someone like Jalen Waddle there, maybe Jamar Chase, Devon Smith, whoever, whoever's left over out of that group of three wide receivers. They could pick up there. Yeah, Kyle Pitts, even maybe if you want to move him out to wide receiver. They got. They got options. They got options. They do. Number four, our second. Super Bowl champion Chris Godwin, wide receiver, only 24 years old. Yeah, I thought it was way older. Yeah, four years, 68 million. I think the issue here is cap space for the Bucks and the yeah. fact they've already got quite a few weapons. But he's bloody good, isn't he? He's is very good. I mean, Bruce mm, Arians said he isn't. Bruce Arians said he isn't going anywhere. So he did tweet today, um, Chris Godwin. That is that. He would, he would stay in Tampa, but he also wants to get paid. So, nice. I mean, Bruce so he told us he, nothing. Basically. No, Bruce he said he isn't going anywhere in the at there. And he also um, tells Shaq that as well. Oh, you can't tell everyone that. And David, <laughs> yeah. told everyone. Everyone's getting paid, and they're going to breach the salary tax and get cap and get docked all of their picks for the next 20 years it's almost like they were celebrating a fantastic moment and got carried away with emotion yeah sounds fair yeah i would yeah. be surprised if chris godwin was back just from Same. how much his cost and like like i said it's not like he's the only one that matters at that position for them true they do with mike evans antonio brown is also actually a free agent but they'll probably be able to get him at a cheaper deal yeah, because no, no one's sure what he is. <laughs> yeah, and well, Miller as well. But how many games did Antonio Brown play last year? It was like the last four? stretch of four or something he before the playoffs. Some early on, didn't he as well? Because yeah, but... he was out for a couple of weeks in the. In... Yeah, yeah, he had the, he had the suspension anyway, and then uh, he had some sort of injury. But yeah, my my point being was that Antonio Brown really showed as we got into the playoffs, how much of an impact he could have. And I saw it less from Godwin. And obviously the, the season sort of fluctuates anyway. It's, it's not going to stay the same. And Godwin's been a proven receiver and he deserves a big deal. But I think you can get... with you what can you get have. receivers easier. Yeah. And yeah. with what we saw out of like how well uh, the signings they had progressed throughout the season with Gronkowski and Brown in particular, then I, I think you can make up for that production. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Gronk's also a free agent as well. But they've got to pay so many guys. Gronk's apparently uh, said he, he might test He's the market. He's going to test the market, which is mental, seeing as though the only reason he came out was to play with Brady. But yeah, I think Gronk. I think the thing with Godwin is that he can be a number one receiver and he deserves to get paid like one. Yeah. Is he a number but one receiver though? But he's not a number one receiver in that offense because Mike Evans is there. No, I'm saying he, he will be when he goes to a new team. You but they don't need to pay him like one because they've got one. Wait, do you reckon yeah. he'll be a number one wideout then? So he'll be like shadowed by like, so like Jane Ramsey. Jared I don't know Alexander. if he'll be. I don't know if he'll be a number one wideout in the traditional sense that he's the big X receiver. Yeah, I think he'll be the number one wideout as in he's the best play, best. Okay, yeah. Weapon. As long as he's not lining up as an X, then I'm happy. Good. I'm sure. He, I'm sure he's thrilled as well with like that. Doug, Doug Baldwin well, that's, 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 was that's the number it. one wideout. He wasn't yeah. an X receiver. Yeah, no, Matt. That's not how he does it, though. He's he's more of like um Zed or even like a slot receiver, somewhere like that. He's um 
He works he's best is what yeah, he is. underneath. He's a, yeah, he's a very he good player. He's a great player. Yeah, yeah, he is. And he's so young. The fins. Yeah, the fins I didn't realise he was 24. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah, some play some players come out of college are only 24, so. Crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy. Like Joe Burrow. Like Joseph Burrow. Yeah, also Nano, did you know Carson Wentz is only three years younger than Luck? Wow. Yeah. That's what? not that interesting a fact. No, no I what, think that's interesting. Which went like a redshirt senior or something. I, it must have been. But yeah, yeah. why is he so old? What's he been know. doing? To be fair, he's been. Wait, he's Luck been the was NFL a senior team. as well. Maybe oh, I don't know. Maybe Wentz like transferred and redshirted. Didn't or, transfer. Just weird. Anyway, moving on to another golden oldie. Levante David, linebacker, the heartbeat of that Tampa Oh, defense. you've got to pay him. You've got to pay Levante oh, David. Oh, he's a 31-year-old linebacker, Stan. You've got to pay him, though. Him oh, and Devin three White. Three years, 38 million. And you've got Devin White. Exactly. Stan, yeah. take off your emotional hat. No, but if you're going to run a four... Your do, you remember what you were just, do you remember what you were just saying about Howie Roseman earlier on? No, but... No, but Levante David can still play. Levante David can still play football. Maybe maybe a tag then. So it's higher yeah. next year and you don't have him... Like, on that note, actually, on that note, because Levante David is listed as an outside linebacker, would he fall into the same bracket as the, as the high-paid Ed Rushers? Because some of them are still listed as outside linebackers. He would be an outside linebacker tag rather than an inside linebacker tag, yeah. So that could cost an absolute shed load then if he's on the yeah. same contract as the likes of Joey Bosa. I mean, no, wait, that's... Is no, because that Joey Bosa's listed as an end. Oh, is he? Oh, 4-3. Hmm. The long and short of it is Levante David is brilliant but would cost so much and... It depends how much his tag is, to be honest with you. I don't. I'm, I'd be open to tagging him. I think it's difficult to justify giving him. I mean, you've got pay, Brady paying him all yeah, year. You've got Brady for one more year, haven't you? So yeah. So maybe you tag, tag him David. and then yeah. see if you can repeat and then let him walk off into the sunset afterwards. But I, I don't think you can give Levante da- David a big mm. multi-year contract here. I could see. Unfortunately. I could I see agree. potential for a tag. I would say on the Devon White note, one of the reasons Devon White hasn't been able to have so much success is because he's got Levante David on the other on the other side. That is so, true. Although Devin White was all over the field on the Super Bowl. He mm. arguably also should have won Super Bowl MVP. So yeah, it's it's and they don't also play the same position, so it's tricky. Tricky tricky tricky. But yeah, I think if you've got your sensible business hat on, you don't give Levante David the big multi-year contract. I think you sign contract. him to a multi-year contract at the age of 31, but a tag is definitely an option. Yeah, tag him. It'll be fun for another tag year. The man. Woo! Okay, so the penultimate one, Justin Simmons' safety played on the franchise tag last year. Track has his market value at five years, $77 million. Probably one of the underrated best players in the league. What happens here? What do the Broncos do? Ah, oh, you pay him if you have any sense. He's brilliant. I mean, it's that prove it deal thing again. You got that prove it deal. You proved it. What now? You pay him. Apparently, you don't play Shaq, so you know. I, I would also pay. Yes, play. but finding a good safety is a lot harder than finding a d- decent edge rusher. Also, with the Shaquille Barrett thing, it's because of how many other people they've got to pay. I agree with you. I think you should pay him, but... 
Yeah. Yeah. Justin Simmons, though, one of the best safeties in the league. You should definitely pay him. There's no question of a doubt. And also, they've got the space to be able to do it this year. Plus, it looks like they're going to yeah. shift a whole load of players and picks over to the Texans. So they're not going to, have to play anyone else in the near future. So you may as well, if you got, if you manage to get Deshaun Watson, I thought the Panthers are going to do that. Yeah, everyone's going to do it, mate. Which is why they all need to play their best players. Let's, so let's not confirm... get it screwed. We can't confirm anything. We're just going off rumors as usual. Yeah. And your rumours last week were all wrong. Hey, I said that Carson Wentz was going to get traded. The first half was right. True. The value and the destination. (laughs) Value and destination way off. We didn't lock in where he's going. We're not saying, oh, yeah, he's definitely going to Chicago. You said, nah, he's not going to go to the Colts. Who said that? You. It's a direct (laughs) quote. Listen listen back, Sonny Jim. Fair play. Well, I made a mistake and I will put my hat. Simmons, though, we think definitely worth that big deal. Yeah, why not? It's something to be excited about. It's pretty happy. Yeah, Yeah, go for it. It's a good lad. Yeah, I was just a Simmons. It's good. And number one, gave it away at the beginning of the list before I spoke to doing a better order. Alan Robinson, wide receiver, 27 years old, four years, 80 million being his market value. He's in his prime. Pay the boy. Uh, don't they, pay him because he doesn't want to play for They're going to let them go. Let him go. He, he came out and per Ty Dunn of Bleach Report, he said that Robinson told him that he'd, weird way around, apparently he hasn't been contacted by Chicago since the oh. season finished, but he would be happy to go back. Wow. You Chicago, you are not hot enough to be playing that game with Alan Robinson. Yeah, and he's, he's obviously... Hard to get like that. No. Thing with Alan Robinson, he's he's never had a good quarterback, and he's still amazing. Yeah. yeah, and he's still proved it, which which says a lot. I mean, if Mike Thomas is earning that sort of money, then why can't Alan Robinson? Yeah, I mean Chicago. If you don't offer him a, a big deal, then you're the goofs. Yeah, I don't, to be I, honest, because he's great. Yeah, Stan, I don't think the question is whether he's going to get paid. He'll definitely get his market value. Yeah, it's just whether he gets it from the Bears or someone else. I, I think he'd be better off going elsewhere, to be honest, from a personal point of view. If he wants to resign, though, then he can yeah. do it. But... Um, to Chicago, what's, what do you think their view on it would be, seeing as though are they in a rebuild? Are they trying to win now because it seems like their coach and GM are on their last chance? And if they are, are we more likely to see them pay him? Right, this is Ryan Pace. So again, like last week, we have to think of the logical thing and then do the complete opposite of that. Mm. So we don't... Tag and trade. I can try. I mean, to be fair, if you're having to win now, and if I think we touched on it last week, that if they get fired down the line, it doesn't really matter what situation you leave the team in. Can you afford to lose Alan Robinson, have a bad season, because then you're definitely gone? No, mm. I think you can. I think you've got to pay Alan Robinson. You've got a very, very, very good wide receiver on the top five, potentially in the league right now. But if they want to do that, they need to start answering his bloody texts. Yeah, yeah, it's weird though with that Alan Robinson um, story coming out of Bleacher Report because during the season Alan Robinson by like went through that whole phase on social media, removing any reference of the Bears and and everything like that. And it maybe didn't he seem like playing... he was very ha- happy at all with the situation. Maybe though. he was playing hard to get, and then he realised that he that, um, the Bears were trying to do it too, so he just he changed his approach and. Um... I think Alan Robinson's got to have more self confidence than uh, yeah. getting out. Playing hard to get with the 
players. I think they're very yeah. Essentially, he can choose where he's going to get paid twenty million dollars a year, and I don't think he should be in Chicago for the benefit of his career. Yeah, yeah. He, he he deserves to go to a contender for sure. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's just I I if I was in the best situation, I probably would let him go. To be honest. Yeah, but that's because you're why? a nice guy, no, Joe. Not because place. you're scared for your job and trying to win. Because your cap, your cap situation is terrible. You're in negative cap space anyway. You're not going to be able to afford this contract. Um, you are going to basically keep e- either eat or keep that Nick Foles contract that you've paid. Um, mm. But Joe, you've got you've put yourself in Ryan Pace's shoes. He's got kids at home he needs to feed, and paying Alan Robinson could be. The determining factor of whether they starve. I or not. really what didn't know where you were going with that, Stan. <laughs> you don't want to give him that. You don't want to give him that money. So yeah, just feed the kids. No, I, no, it's not his money. No. <laughs> it's not an either or. <laughs> Joe, Joe, I'm taking away my beans money. I'm I, think he, I, think Stan, Joe, I think you do know GMs don't pay players out of their own back pockets. Yeah, I'm taking the piss, Stan. God, God Stan, he's just being an unreasonable jackass. Mama needs a new can of beans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, to the Bears, look at it. Be like, look, what else do we have on this offense? We need to at least have some. They have keep something that's mildly entertaining. But I don't know how they're gonna. How are they gonna pay it? Don't tell me like the With salary money? cap is a lie because they're in negative cap space. Like, how how are you? Everyone's going to in negative him? cap space this year. Dolphins aren't. Dolphins are. Yeah, but how are you gonna pay someone twenty million then? Don't pay him twenty million then. Let him walk. Then you're, 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 you're gonna have to let him walk. They're going. Get to him walking. Realistically, aren't they? Like he had a he had he had a deteriorating relationship with the team throughout the year, and then they just can't they can't physically pay him. They don't have enough yeah. money. Chicago, he's too hot for you. Just... Come to the Ravens. We've got quarterback who space. hardly throws the ball. Yeah, because he doesn't have any receivers. But I hope you oh, like. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Look, <laughs> let, let's let's save the dream destinations for next week because Ooh. I think that is. All we do have time for. We certainly don't have time to go through and go, oh, yeah, let's send him here because Lamar Jackson needs more weapons. Because no, Joe, we don't have time. No, I was just going to talk about We Kyle don't Murray. have time. <laughs> or Tua. We do not have time because that is the end of today's show. Aww. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it. Make sure you download it from all your favourite podcatchers. Even if you only use one, download it from all of them because it helps us out a great deal. Follow us on social media, on Instagram and Twitter at The Dropback, on Facebook at The Dropback UK. Check out our website, thedropback.com. We've got loads of articles coming out. We're going to have draft prep coming out soon, so you won't want to miss it. Again, thank you for listening. I've been Sam. I've been Matt. I've been Joe. And I've been Stan. Until next time. Goodbye. The Dropback. With Sam Lewis, Matt Burns-Peak, Joe Costanzo, and Sam Wilson. If you could choose to have 
all four of your limbs were legs or all four of your limbs were arms, which one would you choose? Legs. Arms. Ooh, interesting.